Hello, and welcome back to Just, the podcast where we talk about the justice system as a whole and problems that may lay within. I'm your host, Noah Squitcherini, and today on episode three, policing and mental illness. What is really happening in the world when these two collide, and what are we doing to help? This is all coming up on Just. In his article, Police Violence Against People with Mental Disabilities, the Immutable Duty Under the ADA to Responsibly Accommodate During Arrest, Carly Myers wrote, Individuals who suffer from mental illness are 16 times more likely to be killed in a police encounter than someone who does not have a mental illness. This is extremely tragic to hear and we often turn a blind eye towards this subject. Law enforcement officers are not targeting the mental ill, but there is a lack of knowledge concerning mental illness encounters. Mental illness is on a rise in our country, and this lack of knowledge is not helping anyone. Police officers must be required to take a more caring approach backed up by solid training and personal awareness. In the article, police need training to improve treatment of people with autism. Research finds contact with the law leaves 69% of sufferers troubled by how they were treated. The author wrote, nearly seven out of 10 autistic adults who have come into contact with the police were left troubled. This is, again, an extremely tragic fact, and what hurts even more is that officers are supposed to be part of everyone's safety net. No one should be left in fear in their own community, especially caused by the police. Officers are often unsure of how to properly deal with situations that may involve people who are mentally ill. This is why officers should receive special training to use in these circumstances. Police officers are not the villains. They just need an opportunity to grow in knowledge concerning all types of people. This is why programs are already taking action such as the CIT model, such as the CIT model. The CIT model is a program that intends to make interactions with people who have mental illness more well-managed and beneficial to all parties involved. This problem was first created, this program was first created in 1988 and has been actively tested since then. Their overall goal is to help both police and the mentally ill by making officers and the community more involved and the officers better prepared. To create the program, 150 police officers were studied and actions were put into place based on those findings. Through this test, scientists have determined the best way to approach the mentally ill. This discovery will be used to train police so that they know the correct way to approach the ill. All of this information was obtained from the article, The Crisis Intervention team a revolutionary a a revolutionary tool for law enforcement the 
Physiatric Mental Health Nursing Perspective, written by Ellis Horace. At the end of the day, there is hope for the future. Police officers are now encouraged to take additional and different steps when their encounter could possibly involve someone with a mental illness. This will result in a safer, more positive outcome for all. Law enforcement officers who have been given the opportunity have been trained properly will now be the start of a new, much more justified community. Our cities must do all they can to provide training so officers can protect and serve all members of the community, including the mentally ill. When these people are fully func- when these programs are fully functional and utilized to their best, our country will become a much safer community for all. With all that, I hope you found this episode to be interesting. Thank you and see you next time on Just.